what's up you guys and welcome to me and you tv reviews i am your host mo and this is a new podcast that will be starting to air on all streaming platforms today we will be discussing pretty little liars original sin season one episode six titled scars so this is farron's and Corey's, who is farron's mom's episode so we get in where we left off last time with Tabby and Inogen in the bed and they were discussing the night that they both um, experienced traumatic events where they were sexually assaulted. So Tabby uh, describes her experience first. Um, she says that she was at a party. Um, she received a drink. Then she became woozy. And so she's, she walked into the woods um, and then Next thing you know, a boy was on top of her. Um, while Inogen says that um, once she and Karen got into that fight over Greg, she left um, and on her way out, she grabbed a bottle of vodka, which was spiked, I'm sure. And um, she went to the beach. She started drinking it. And the next thing she knows, she woke up um, and she had blood um, all on her. And um, she realizes that that might be the exact same night that she became pregnant. She is not sure who the father may be. Um, but again, this could have possibly happened to Tabby. They share a moment. Um, and then we also have to question if there were more than one offender or if there was a serial rapist involved. Um, and then they plan to go see the guy who claims to have information about Angela. Um, remember the guy that she received the phone call from um, while she was at the party the previous night. Next, we head over to Farron, um, who is in dance class, and their director um, is letting them know that they will have a scout potentially coming from ABT. Um, she'll be dropping in into their class tomorrow. Um, and for anyone that is interested that they need to let her know, um, so they can sign up and do a routine. Um, and the scout will be critiquing them on how well they do and what they need to correct in order for them to proceed with their dance careers. Farron signs up to do a routine. Um, after that, she tries to apologize to Kelly, but Kelly tells Farron the only reason she's still in the production a black swan is because she requested um, that the teacher leave her in the production versus kicking her out. Meanwhile, uh, Mouse and Ash plan to do a bowling date. He says that he enjoyed um, their time at the party. Um, he said that he tried to contact her, um, but she hadn't responded. She lets him know that she got in trouble because she ran way over curfew um, with her moms. Um, but they are gaining trust back and that she will be able to go on the bowling date with him. And she's super stoked. And I'm super happy for her because it seems like she's now coming out of her shell. So good for you, Mouse Girl. Go get your man. On to Noah. So Noah um, is informed by her track, her track coach um, that she uh, has received a spot on the team because one of their teammates um, messed up her leg. Uh, or something of that nature. Um, but she tells the coach, hey, I can't do it. Um, maybe next semester, 
um, because she she's just too involved with other things going on in her personal life. Um, but what the coach doesn't know is that she is really trying to help her mom since um, she was responsible for getting her mom fired from her job for stealing uh, narcotics. And so she says that, hey, maybe next uh, summer uh, or in the spring, sorry, in the spring, we'll be able to uh, I'll be able to get a position on the team. Um, so she's going to keep practicing until then. Um, coach just says, OK, um, and hopefully she'll change her mind. Meanwhile, in Pittsburgh, Corey, um, who is Farron's mom, receives a gift from A, and it appears to be a tattoo gun. The note left within it says, some scars you see, some scars you don't, but they all hurt. And so now we have to wonder what's going on, but we don't have to wonder for too long because then it flashes back to Angela and Corey going to go get tattoos. My question is, um, why she still wanted to be their friend? Now, I'm not sure what where we are in the sequence of them just fucking up their friendship with her, trying to haze her um, so she can be their friend or be in their in crowd. But they're at the tattoo shop and Corey and her are discussing what type of uh, font they want to get their um their letter in so she says that hey we're all going to get the same font um and it's going to be the initial of our first name and so the guy comes in and again how old do you have to be to get a tattoo um because i know at a certain age your parents have to go with you or they have to sign off on something so i'm these girls aren't that old so again what are we doing um, but either way, uh, Angela's going to go first. And so Corey's like, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be fine. I'm going to be right behind you. I promise. And so I don't know if she told Angela that she was going to go to the bathroom or whatever the case may be. But the guy finishes up Angela's tattoo and Angela looks up and Corey is nowhere to be found. She ditches her. And so she's just stuck with this tattoo that the guy says, hey, you have to put Vaseline on this twice a day. So back to Farron. Um, her and Henry are eating. And Henry mentions the scar on her back because prior to um, them eating, Farron went to, I'm assuming, the costume lady who, who works on their costumes for them. And she requested that she add a little bit more fabric to her um costume and so she you know was kind of asking like you know why um and Farron proceeded to turn around and show her the scar on her back so she did notice that um Kelly and Henry caught a glimpse well Henry caught a glimpse of her scar but Kelly did notice her turn around um and was kind of intruding on their conversation so back to Farron and Henry they are eating um, and he mentions the scar on her back and she reveals that it is from a surgery that she had when she was eight years old um, for scoliosis. And so he says eight. Um, and, you know, he was like, oh, man, you've been dancing that long. Like he admires her, you know, her. Um, her tenacity um, for dance. And so she said, yeah, she's been dancing since she was six years old. Um but she had to have surgery when she was eight. Um, he said, well, you know, 
Did you try to wear a brace or, you know, did you try to do anything else prior to receiving surgery? Because that seems a little bit more critical. Um, and she said, yeah, I tried, I tried the brace before and even after the surgery. Um, and it, you know, my mom, she basically stated that this procedure was necessary. Um, I had to have it in order for the scoliosis to be corrected. And is it just me? But in that one shot, doesn't that guy look like a young bullet head from the Steve Harvey uh, show way back when, you know, bullet head Romeo. Anyway, let's move on. So Imogen and um, Tabby are meeting with the guy that she talked to the other night and turns out his name is crazy Joe, um, Joseph, but they call him crazy Joe. Um, and so he says that he used to be friends with Angela um, and that, once she became cool with the moms, um, that she just completely brushed him to the side. He also says that he tried to warn her about them and how bad they were for her, but she just would not listen. Um, unbeknownst to him, you know, he doesn't know about the rape, but after she committed suicide, her mom showed up to, to the school and she was not going to play with them. Um, and so he says, hey, her mom showed up to the school with a knife. And so Tabby and Imogen are like, did she try to go after the girls? And he was like, no, she went after the boys. So my question is, um, do you think that Rose, who is Angela's mom, went after her potential rapist since she was right before she committed suicide? Um, or she was she just randomly out for revenge? Also, do we possibly think that the sheriff was the boy that raped Angela? Questions that need answers. Either way, um, a stu uh, the teacher stepped in and prevented her from stabbing whoever she was going after. Then she immediately got sent to Radley um, in Rosewood after that incident. And so um, once they left Crazy Joe... Um, Imogen is asking Tabby's mom, hey, uh, sorry, she's asking Tabby, hey, is your mom still going to that conference? Um, because if she is, then maybe we can plan a trip to go to Rosewood. And they're going to go to Rosewood in hopes of finding Miss Rose so they can possibly get some answers as to what the hell is going on with their moms and with them and being targeted by A. Back to Crazy Kelly. She is meeting with Greg and they are talking about missing Karen and the fact that um, they received so much backlash after they were seen kissing at the party. Um, and she says, you know, we both miss her. So basically, it's just like a trauma bond. Um, and that was the reason why they had started making out. So then <laughs> I guess they formed another trauma bond and they started kissing again and making out. Greg started to get super aggressive with her. And then Kelly pushed him off. And she says, you know, um, maybe my sister was like that, but I'm not like that. Because he says all the Beasley girls um, like aggressive play, basically. Um, and she says, I'm not like that. My sister might have been, but I'm not. And if you ever want a chance with me, your best bet is to show up with flowers to the performance tomorrow. Um, and I'm just like, really? That's That's all it takes? 
just flowers to make up for that. Clearly, this is not his first time being aggressive. So you're still going to try to be with him. And anyway, that's your sister's leftovers. Why would you want to do that? Gross. We skip back to Noah and Noah and Sean are talking and he says, hey, the coach stopped by and I overheard her talking about how she offered you a position on the track team, but you turned it down. And he says, you know, why not? And um, she says, hey, you know, I have to take care of my mom because she's going through a hard time right now since she lost her job. And he says, you know, your mom is not your responsibility. And um, she says, no, but she she really doesn't have a choice. That's her mom. Um, and even though she is being her enabler, um, she doesn't want anything bad to happen to her mom, like go to jail, possibly OD. So she has to make sure that she's taken care of until she's able to find her something else. Real quick, before we move on, I forgot to say during Kelly and Greg's uh, makeout scene after dance practice, A was watching the entire time, like behind the curtains in the cut. Back to Mouse. So real quick, she um, was on a computer and all of a sudden Steve um, calls in through video call or whatever. And um, she says, Steve, I told you. That was a one-time thing, um, me playing Rachel, um, you know the rules, we can't do this more than once. And he says, I understand. Um, and she says, goodbye, and hangs up on him. So I don't know about y'all, but shouldn't she be telling somebody what's going on? Because it's getting real weird. If she's not going to tell her mom or some type of authority figure, at least tell your friends what's going on. And I'm sure she's been trying to help people, but... This is getting out of hand. So the girls meet up at school and Abby and Imogen are telling uh, Tabby, <laughs> Abby, <laughs> Tabby and Imogen are telling the girls what the plan is to go to Rosewood to try to meet Miss um, Rose, who is Angela's mom. The girls all gracefully bow out, one, because Farron has her performance um mouse has her date with ash which they are totally shipping they are so cute together um and i i feel with him she can get to be free and then noah um i think she's got something going on with her mom i don't know i don't remember so um tabby and imogen are gonna play Thelma louise and be the only two going to rosewood and so um after that uh, Noah tells Marjorie that she can get her job back if she goes to complete 30 days at a rehab facility. And so Marjorie initially is like, no, I'm okay. I don't need rehab. And then Noah goes on to say, no, you do. You always say that you're okay, but really you're not. You're still doing the exact same thing where you're okay for a few days and then you're back to being an addict. Um, and so finally Marjorie uh, relents and agrees to go to a 30-day rehab we'll see how this works out it's the next day um or sometime after and Farron is back in dance and she is doing her routine for the critiquer from ABT and um the critiquer says, hey, I noticed that you were favoring your left side. You know, have you been in an accident? Is there a particular reason for this? And um, out of nowhere, 
that bitch Kelly goes holler out, oh, um, it's because she's got scoliosis and she's got a scar on her back. And so Farron's mom is behind her like, bitch, but I would have like just yanked her because you're not going to sit up here and yell out my daughter's information like that. Second off, how did you even get that information? Like, I thought that was privileged unless either the coach told her or maybe Henry or whoever. I don't know, but she shouldn't have blurted that out. But either way, it backfired because the critiquer was just like, oh, that's even more impressive. And so Farron was like, that's what you get. Good for Farron. I'm proud of her. So Tabby and Imogen um, make their way to Rosewood and they have like this song, sing-along karaoke car jam um, in a car and then they finally arrive at Radley. So it's no longer a sanitarium. It is now a hotel. And so they go in and I don't know if they made this up in the car, but they were pretty good on the fly and they tell the um, receptionist down at the front desk hey, we're here, we're doing a history project on Radley. Um, would you happen to know any information about the sanitarium before this became a hotel? And he says, no, I don't know any information, but I do know somebody who might, and his name is Eddie Lamb. He's the maintenance uh, manager over the hotel now. And so the girls are like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, where is he? oh, Eddie's not here today, okay? When will he be back? He'll be back tomorrow. Well, can we get his number? Um, we're not privileged to give um, uh, personnel uh, information like that out to guests. And so they said, okay, well, we'll wait. And so <laughs> the guy was like, um, you can't wait here in the lobby. That's for paying customers. And so I didn't know. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I had to pause it. <laughs> oh, man, just scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> He was supposed to be at work and he got off early. Um, either way, and so Imogen pulls out a lot of money um, and she's like, oh, we just had this major fundraiser. Um, do you guys say cash? And I don't know how much they was charging at the door, but she had a nice amount of money. So they're going to stay at the hotel for the night. So we go back to Noah and um, Noah's at practice or doing something else she's not at the house but sean shows up to her house um and marjorie answers the door and she's like oh no it's not here and he's like yeah i know um and he proceeds to tell her that he's there for her because he just wants her to know how much she's ruining noah's life um and so she's just like oh that that right and so he's like yeah that's right like she told me um you know what happened and why she got in trouble with the law and you're basically the reason that she's screwing up her possibility at being a great track star and all of these potential scholarships that she could be getting. Um, so you need to think about her um, versus thinking just about yourself and get your shit together, basically. So she slams the door in his face. Um, and that's that. We'll see how that uh, works out a little bit later on. Um, Farron and her mom are, uh, well, her parents are out having pizza and um, Farron's mom is basically just going over the day's events about how Kelly basically blasted Farron's secret about her scoliosis and her scar. Um, and she's like, how dare she? And so um, because of that, she says that she reached out to um, a doctor about a consultation for possibly getting the scar removed off of her back. And her dad is really, really hesitant about her doing that. Um, and so 
Um, Farron's like, you know, oh, this might be a really good thing, Dad. Just think about it. And so um, he's like, well, if that's what you want to do, then okay with me. Um, And so Farron's mom done already took it up on herself to go ahead and schedule an appointment before Farron even had the chance to think about it and say, yeah. So she, you already know, she she's going to keep going down this spiral of having to be in control of her daughter's life, even though she's not living with them at this time. Um, it's clearly what mom wants, mom gets. So back to Tabby and Imogen. They're chilling in bed. They've had this really cool day where they treated themselves to spas and all this fun in the hotel room and eating chocolate-covered uh, strawberries, this, that, and the third. So they're chilling. And Tabby's just like, hey, um, let's go do something. Or what do you want to do? And so Imogen is like, girl, I just want to stay home and just, well, here and just relax. This is the best um, I've ever felt for the last seven months. And so Tabby's just like, oh, okay, cool. And so Imogen was like, but if you want, you can go, you can go out and, um, you know, go explore, go, go find something to get into. And so Tabby's like, okay, well, you know, I can possibly go check out a movie or go find a bookstore or something like that. And in my head, I'm thinking, first off, you are the horror fan. Why the hell are y'all splitting up? You're in a new town that you, you don't know anybody. It's a different environment and you're choosing to split up like this, but okay, girl. So Tabby ends up, um, going to, a bookstore and did y'all catch it that it said Ezra's uh books I thought that was so cute in uh homage to uh the other pretty little liars I thought it was cute um and so she goes in there and um she's picking up a book and looking at it and then this little cutie pie comes over and he's like hey um do you want to possibly get coffee um because I I know that you're not from around here I know that you're not from around here because I would have noticed you before now. And so um, we don't know it, but it kind of plays into her saying yes. And then them having a good time drinking coffee and then them hanging out in the car and having a good time. And then it gets pretty intimate really quickly. They start kissing. Um, she gets nervous because he's starting to get aggressive. She tells him no. And then he locks the door on her. And so then we pop back because it's all just like this dream playing out in her head of the possibilities that could go on if she does say yes to him because she's traumatized because of the previous events that have happened to her. And so she declines him and he says, OK, well, have a nice night. And so we flip over to Imogen and she's out getting her something to drink. Um, She's still at the hotel, though, and she runs into one of the maid workers there at the hotel and she's like do you know eddie lamb and the lady turns around and she's got a little smirk on her face and so they're going to be talking about eddie back to mouse and this stalker ass dude so mouse is out on her date enjoying her time with ash and they're having a really good time on their bowling date and you know they're bowling just enjoying each other's company and then she happens to look over and spots scary ass Steve. And so she plays it off and asks Ash to go get her something to eat. 
and he obliges and walks away while he's gone she walks over to steve and he's like um hey and she's like what the hell are you doing here and he's just like oh you know i'm just out here cosmic bowling um nothing too suspect about that and so they're having their confrontation when ash comes back over and he's like oh hey you know like looking at her like are you going to introduce me and so um she's like oh this is my dad uh this is my friend so she's explaining to him and so then steve cuts in and he's like i'm her dad and so ash is looking at her like okay okay and um which is weird because he knows that she has two moms and so she's told him uh, a little bit about her um trauma in her young younger years um and so he's definitely curious about what's going on right now um but he ends up blurting out before they end up leaving that they go to millwood high school so now steve is going to be popping up at the high school kelly is finishing up practice um for her big role in swan lake um when she suddenly receives a text from a um or unknown I'm going to assume that it's A because it says Kelly or Karen with a question mark behind it. And um, before she even gets a chance to be like, what the fuck? Um, A pops out and just starts chasing her all around the auditorium. Um, And so he finally gets her cornered after a few near misses. And she buries her head in her hands and she's like, I'm Kelly, I'm Kelly, I'm Kelly. And by the time she looks up, he's gone. So... I don't know if that's really A or if it possibly was Henry because, you know, um, of what she had did to Farron. So maybe it's a revenge situation where Henry is just trying to get um, some revenge on Kelly for messing up Farron and exposing her secret about her scoliosis. And he also did um, know about uh, Farron's theory about the twins possibly being swapped. So... That's why he uh, mentioned, was she Kelly or Karen? Farron um, is at her doctor's appointment with the uh, for the consult for the surgery, uh, well, the removal of the scars. And so the doctor informs her that it's going to be more than one surgery that's going to have to be had um, in order for the scar to be permanently removed. So she goes out. Um, from the consultation and tells her mom that and her mom is just like oh this is going to be great because you're going to be stronger you're going to be more beautiful um this that and the third and so Farron just like finally has enough and snaps off on her and she's like mom you know you're the main one that's been tearing me down um and even though you say that this is supposed to be making me stronger and beautiful I just feel like it I wasn't strong before this. Um, I wasn't beautiful before this because I've had this scar. Um, and you make it seem like it's, it's a ugly, it puts an ugly on me. It makes me ugly because I have this imperfection about me. What's up with you and your, your constant, um, obsession with perfection and having a perfect image. And so she finally just tells her mom off. So her mom's got some stuff to think about. Um, so good for you, Farron. She deserved that. Tabby and Imogen are meeting up with um, Eddie. And he is explaining to them that 
yes, Rose was in a sanitarium um, while he was there as a worker. Um, and yes, um, she did end up getting released once the sanitarium was closed down. But prior to them releasing her, she had visitors coming in. And so Tabby took a picture of the signatures. Um, and so they're looking at the picture and they're like, oh, hey, it's it's five different signatures. And so he was like, oh, so you noticed that, huh? And so he basically said, you know, it was a couple of girls that came up here. I just thought it was like a community service project. And so um, Tabby shows up. They show him a picture of the girls when they were younger. And he's like, yeah, that's them. And so um, they said after that, once they finally um, sat down, this was later on in the episode, but we're going to go ahead and cover it now. So later on in the episode, um, Tabby and Imogen were discussing that instead of the five signatures, there was actually six A signatures, A water uh, water signatures. Um, so maybe just maybe is there a twin um of angela's that was coming to see rose while she was there um and then eddie also tells the girls that angela was raped before she committed suicide and so they're trying to figure out how that ties in with them who raped her and then how that ties in with the current girls and what's going on with them we jet back to Farron, um, and she gets a text from A saying, the scars go deeper than you think, yours and Angela's. Corey did wrong by you both. Um, and he also tells her to check her locker. When she does, she finds this medical report um, regarding her surgery that happened when she was eight. Um, and it says that, and it, it's kind of like a consultation along with that. And so it basically stated that, um, the doctor recommended her just wearing the brace. Um, the surgery wasn't necessary, but because the patient's mom um, requested the surgery, the surgery was done. So now we know for sure that Farron's mom lied about the surgery being a medical necessity for her to have. And so she's really fucked up for that. Um, and so she gets a call from her dance teacher telling her to meet her and so her teacher's like you know are you okay and she's like oh I just got some disturbing news but yeah I'm okay um and so she informs her that because Kelly um has decided decided to drop out of the performance um that she now has her lead role back as Black Swan and so she's excited but she's wondering like what the hell happened and what's going on with that and she also um, tells her that, hey, I can get the mesh, you know, to cover up your scar. And she's like, oh, no, 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 I don't want that covered. And she's basically um, regaining her courage um, to show her scar um, because not only did the critiquer say that it was more impressive that she had had this medical issue going on with her, um, but that, you know, other people are looking at her and telling her how great she is in spite of. And so I think that's wonderful that she's uh, showing enough courage to let her know, hey, no, this is this is something that I'm going to own. Um, and this is something that I'm going to be proud of. And so she tells her, nope, I don't need the extra material. I'm going to show my scar off proudly. After the meeting with her dance teacher, she meets up with Henry real quick and asks him to take another picture of her. Um, and she also 
asked that um, he help her retweak her bio for the performance board for the night. We catch Noah's mom um, after Farron. We catch Noah's mom meeting up with some guy um, to buy drugs. She's started working at a pimple pizza or something like that, some local pizza joint. Um, so this is how she's going to be supporting her habit by working at some pizza shop, uh, getting a little bit of money. Um, hopefully she doesn't end up, uh, ODing or getting busted for buying drugs. Um, hopefully if something does happen, it will be her getting busted for drugs so she can get sobered up hopefully. Um, but I would just hate for something to happen to her. Um, and Noah will feel like she's responsible for, for her mom getting into any type of trouble we're finally at the big performance and um Farron has tweaked her bio and changed her picture and so the girls are looking at the poster board um and admiring um what what her bio says um and that she finally had the courage to show off her scar they see her mom come in and so they kind of hurry up and try to go away um, and as her mom is reading it, she is mortified because <laughs> her bio basically like puts her mom on blast telling um, the crowd that, hey, um, against my dad, my doctors and everybody else's um, wishes, my mom um, decided to go ahead and say that it was in my best interest to get the surgery done for my scoliosis. Um, this performance is dedicated to all of the women who have scars, um, know that you are beautiful inside and out. And so her mom runs out and she is mortified um, and she gets into an accident, which we're not aware of at this time. Um, and so Farron and Henry are backstage and he says, basically, good luck, break a leg. And um, she says, you know, you're not supposed to say that. Um, and so he says something else nice to her and she kisses him. So hopefully this becomes a thing um, with the two of them. I hope so. They're really cute together. Um, meanwhile, the girls are sitting down in the crowd and Mouse turns around and there's scary ass stalker ass Steve sitting in the audience um, a little bit behind her and they make eye contact. So I'm just curious to see where this goes um, with Steve. Hopefully this doesn't turn deadly, but I, I don't know what the link is with that, but hopefully it gets resolved pretty soon. So it's post-performance and Farron is receiving all of these accolades. She killed her performance. Um, and like I said, she's receiving accolades and congratulations and all this good stuff when her dad comes running up and says, hey, we have to go. Your mom was in an accident. So that ends the episode. Overall, this episode was really, really good. I'm liking the buildup. I hope that we get a lot more answers um, before the last uh, eight, nine, three episodes. Um, I hope we get to see Rose um, and figure out what happened with her. Um, who knows? Maybe that was the girl that the lady that was standing um in the hotel as the maid worker I'm not sure I'm just playing y'all but um hopefully we'll get those answers um the the scars title um I think was in reference to all the girls um and it, it just was a lot of symbolism especially um with Farron and her scoliosis um and her scar um but there was also symbolism with the other girls as well Mouse and her stalker 
Steve trying to uh, help others through their scars um, of losing their children um, and her, you know, trying to have them help them through this last, uh, through their grief process by giving them one more encounter with their kids um, who are no longer alive. Um, Noah trying to help her mom through her drug addiction. Um, that's her scar. And the fact that she is understanding that she was her enabler. Um, and now that she is understanding that, that she is willing to take her hands off of her mom and trying to focus on herself. So um, that's good for her. And then Imogen and Tabby and them understanding and working through their sexual assault um, on the night that Imogen got pregnant. Um, let me know what you guys think. Um, like I said, this is the first episode um, that I'm reviewing. Um, this is a new podcast. I hope you guys like it. Um, let me know what you think. You can email me at my TV reviews podcast at gmail.com um until we meet again over the airwaves this is mo and i'll talk to you soon bye